The following program is brought to you by the Zero DB podcast feed. Do we need a solo movie? Do we need a solo movie? A solo movie. That is what a lot of the social hate fear has been saying since the beginning of Solo, a Star Wars stories, even I guess production or announcement or whatever the beginnings of it was. Um, a lot of podcasts, a lot of social media sites. Do we need a solo movie? Do we need a Han Solo movie? And first of all. I do have to say, who are we as fans to even think that we can decide whether or not we need another type of Star Wars movie, right? Um, I don't think that we should be that presumptuous to think that we can ask whether or not we do need another Star Wars movie, a spin-off or, 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 or part of the main story or not, right? <laughs> Okay, so, um, Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, Regal Cinemas, I just saw Solo, A Star Wars Story, and I guess right off the bat, I just gotta say, two thumbs up. This movie, I thought was really, 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 really good. Um, yes, I'm a little biased, um, I'm a Star Wars fan, of course, um, that doesn't mean I have to love it no matter what, but this one definitely exceeded my expectations uh there was a lot of talk behind everything about like changing directors and like it's bad news and we don't know what they're gonna do what's gonna happen right so uh i don't even want to say they pulled it off because this was done really well really uh, like really really well i don't want to use words like amazing and it blew me away um but I mean, I'm sure I'm going to use those words after the third, fourth, maybe fifth time viewing it in the theater because that's how much I really like this film. Do we need another one of these? Do we need a spin-off? Yeah, these are all the questions that I've been clicking on um, on the social hatosphere about this movie. I don't know why people want to hate. Hating is wastes so much energy. Um, maybe there's a lot of hating up by me in the Northeast because the weather... Uh, helps that because down here uh, in North Carolina, it is way too hot and humid to get all Haiti about a movie, especially about a franchise that I've loved my whole life, right? Do we need another solo movie? Yes, we do. Um, so to answer those original questions, yes, we need a solo movie. And to answer the last question I just said, yes, we need another solo movie. Apparently, some of the actors were uh, were uh, signed on for a three-movie deal. I understand that was also done with Rogue One. But, I mean, this movie can easily have three of them. No problem there. Um, the Kasdan team, uh, Lawrence and I believe Jason Kasdan, his son. Um, yes, they're right. This is one of the best Star Wars scripts that were ever written. Um it just feels like Star Wars. It sounds like Star Wars. 
Um, I mean, Lawrence Kasdan, I mean, come on. They're one of the original script writers for the original trilogy, right? So he, it's in there. It's in there. He's got, he knows Solo. He knows these characters. He knows this world, right? I think he did an amazing job. Um, you got to know every character. Uh, you weren't asking yourself, well, you know, who is this person? Why don't I know? Like, you find out everything. The characters. Wow. The characters. I guess good characters come from good scripts, right? So I can only talk about the characters after we talked about the script. Um, Han Solo. Aaron did an amazing job. Um, yeah, I said amazing because you know why? I wasn't looking for him to sound like Han. I wasn't looking for him to look like Han. I wasn't looking for him to like do certain things like Han. That's just silly. Those are just those are just mannerisms that Harrison Ford had that he used in all his movies. Indiana Jones, like he all he used the same mannerism. Harrison Ford is Harrison Ford in all his characters. This guy was not trying to be Harrison Ford. This guy was playing Han Solo. And the way he played Han Solo was he he encompassed all of Han Solo. Of, of He basically was letting you know he got a basket or a tray and he put all the things that Han Solo is and will be eventually and just hand them over to you. You know, he was like, this is how I made the Han Solo cake. So when you got the Han Solo cake in the original trilogies, now we know how it was made. This is not really an origin story. Um, we can call it a prequel because, you know, we don't see Han as a little boy growing up and becoming who he becomes. We see him like a few years before he, you know, we, we, we're told what he has done in the last few years to get to where he is at that moment, right? Um, but it's kind of more of a prequel for him and Lando and Chewie. Um, which brings me to Chewie. Chewbacca in this movie um, is what I wanted Chewbacca to be in this movie. Chewbacca in this movie is the Chewbacca that came from where I wanted Chewbacca to come from. Um, Chewbacca in this movie is the reason we love Chewbacca in the future. Um, Chewbacca became really who Chewbacca is in the future because of this movie, meaning because of the actions and situations that happen to Chewbacca in this movie. Okay? Lando. Um, it's pretty funny how the whole world was clamoring for a Lando movie before they heard him even speak in the trailers. Um, so, I could see a Lando movie. That'd be cool. I mean, if this becomes some kind of a trilogy and one of them is a Lando one, that's pretty cool. Um, Donald Glover did a great job as Lando. Some lines were delivered exactly sounding like Lando, which is fine because it didn't sound like he was imitating Lando. Um... It gives you a really good sense of Lando and the player that he is. Um, I would call him pansexual. You know, I would say Lando would go for, and it doesn't even matter. It's great to even tickle that notion in a Star Wars movie because that's what we need more of. You know, a lot more um, diversity, LGBTQ, all that kind of diversity. We need all of it. Um, so Lando has a beautiful relationship with his robot L3. Um that's all I'm going to say about that. It's definitely a love story. Um, you can see that Lando is a good person. Uh, he's a good human being. Um, you know, just like all the scoundrels, they got their scoundrel ways. They're pirates. Pirates do what pirates have to do, right? So uh, you'll learn that about... Too. You, there's nothing new you learn about Lando. Let me just put it that way. Um, Kira, 
she was amazing too. Um, a lot of layers of her. Um, like again, through the hatosphere, the, the, the hate media, the, uh, the social hatosphere, blogosphere. Um, you know, is she the villain? Is she not the villain? Is she the love interest? Is she not the love interest? Is she Lando's love interest? Is she the robot's land? Is she Chewie's? It doesn't matter. Um, that all just goes away when she starts acting and she starts becoming who she is. Um, and you forget, you really do forget about all the stuff you kind of heard or read before you go see this movie. Um, I guess if you're not like super nerdy about it, you haven't dug in and tried to see what was going on. But um, definitely, definitely, um, she played that character really well. Okay, Woody Harrelson's Beckett. Man, I've always been a fan of Woody Harrelson. Um, I don't know how I felt about someone that famous coming into one of these movies. Uh, and he proved me wrong. He played that character really well. Um, definitely added a lot to uh, the character of Han Solo and who he becomes later in life. Um, I think he learned a lot of valuable lessons from Beckett. And I'm going to leave it at that. That was great. Um, so, I've gone over Han, Chewie, Kira, and Beckett. Um... L3, Lando's robot. She was amazing too. Uh, really reminiscent of Rogue One um, in the sense of, you know, uh, one-liners, comebacks, you know, good, strong robot, badass, that kind of thing, you know? Um, let's not forget one of our favorite characters, the Millennium Falcon. The Millennium Falcon was a great addition to this movie. Um, always Han's love interest, right? So, uh, Han is, uh, Han falls in love with the ship for the first time. This is a good origin story for Han the Millennium Falcon. Um, and I think you're really going to enjoy that part. And I think you're really going to enjoy the scenes with the Millennium Falcon. Overall, this movie definitely had a great story arc. Um, it had a great script. Um, and I think it's an absolute home run. I think this movie is just a super fun summer blockbuster movie that you can get in there and watch it as many times as you want and you're going to have a great time. Let's talk about the soundtrack. The soundtrack, John Williams uh, uh, composed, I believe, a couple of songs for this. He definitely did Han's theme, which is totally John Williams. There's the uh, there's all the Star Wars sounding stuff that is his right, and there's also a, a new composer that does the majority of this movie, which I think complemented John Williams' stuff very nicely. I was listening to the soundtrack on the way to the movies today, to uh, to get a feel for it, and it really did feel like John Williams the whole time. But there were parts where I was like, oh, oh, that's cool. It added some like little ethnic stuff here and there, like some drums and here and there, and and. Um, and I thought it really complemented well. I didn't dig in yet to see exactly what he did and what John Williams did or if they collaborated together. I don't know if they collaborated together. But that's how well it was done. To me, it was seamless. It was seamless on who did what. Um, and you couldn't tell. And it was just the whole time, Star Wars. Star Wars, Star Wars. So this whole movie from beginning, a long, long time ago in the galaxy far, far away, till the end, uh, was Star Wars. It totally was Star Wars. Star Wars. It was just a little... A little drag out in time of this, of what happened for these original um, movies, right? Um, overall, if I had to pick this over another, like, 
I guess the other only other snap out movie was Rogue One. I personally enjoyed this a lot more than Rogue One. And I really liked Rogue One. Rogue One was great. It had everything to do with Star Wars. It felt great. War movie, the whole thing. But this, I don't know, maybe it's Han Solo. I'm the old school guy. Um, but this totally felt like Star Wars. This felt like it was a movie that was vaulted and that we were saving it for some reason until now. Maybe we were saving it until Han Solo died, right? Um, because this is a great comeback for Han Solo. This is a great, as far as in the fans' eyes, you know, obviously this is a uh, prequel to, the, to, to Han Solo, but this is kind of like a comeback if you were sad that Han Solo was dead. Oh yeah, spoiler warnings, Han Solo is dead, right? Um, overall, this movie is definitely a fun movie to go see by yourself. Uh, with a loved one, or with your whole family. I mean, like, this is a family fun, exciting heist film. It's a, it's also a Western. Um, it, it's, uh, it's an action adventure. It's, it's, it's a love story. It's everything put together. I can do the cheesy, I laughed, I cried, the whole thing. Um, and I'm going to do that because I did. I laughed and I did cry. And I had tears of joy and tears of sadness. Um, and I laughed maniacally. And I laughed uh, with pure joy. So uh, I got to say, go out, see this movie, give all your money to it, and you won't be sorry. Okay, signing out. Thank you so much. And a hot and humid North Carolina at the Regal Cinemas. Take care. See you on the next one. Bye. If you like what you just heard and saw, don't forget to subscribe. Also, check us out at ZeroDBPodcast.com. Thanks.